Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Welcome to our internet listeners and podcast listeners across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm your host, Joe Garner, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. This episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop is brought to you by Evolve Bank and Trust and the Memphis Mortgage Office, Chad Irwin, who is the manager. Who do you know who would like to have fun ratcheting up their career in mortgage lending right here in Memphis or anywhere in the country? Call Chad Irwin or you can call me, 901-482-0354. Our general topic is how to avoid pitfalls when buying a home. If you have a question or comment, or if you are a real estate professional and you have some great advice for our listeners, call us while we're live today, August 19th, 2017 at Tom, what's 901-535-9732. Or you can send me a text right now at 901-482-0354. We'll answer your question or share your comment. Today on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, we're going to be sharing some stories about home buyers who have encountered pitfalls in their home buying process. Here are some ways to avoid those pitfalls or simply tiptoe around them. So buying a home is, of course, one of the biggest investments people make in a lifetime. Today's show is dedicated to making that process smooth, profitable, and fun. In the studio to talk with you is Tom King. He's an expert real estate appraiser with Bill King Company. Tom has been in the business for over 40 years, and he knows a thing or two about how to avoid pitfalls when it comes to home appraisals. Tom, all of our regular listeners, they already know you, but for our new listeners, please tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do as a real estate appraiser. Well, Joe, it's great to be back in the studio. My name is Tom King. I do residential appraisals in Shelby Tipton in Fayette County in Memphis, in the Memphis area in uh, Tennessee, and I've been in the business over 40 years. I do mortgage loan, relocation, uh, estate tax uh, appraisals for all you lawyers out there, uh, divorce appraisals, uh, just and people wanting to maybe give a house to one one sibling and uh, wanting to treat everyone right and need an appraisal for that. So that's what I do. Well, you know, you also have been really great at doing appraisals for uh, some of our investors and people wanting to pay cash for homes. That's right. That's right. I, I also do that. So uh, I have a great Great amount of fun doing my business. I love it. <laughs> yes, you do. Well, another regular guest is an award-winning, accomplished realtor, Pat Goldstein, Vice President, Cry Like, right here in the Mid-South and North Mississippi area. Pat is also a dedicated, she's dedicated to helping our Memphis area business community by financially supporting the free talk shop education and networking events. Pat, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and what you do for your clients. Well, thank you, Joe. I'm thrilled to be here this morning. I've also been in the real estate business since before I was born for, for a little over 30 years. It's a long time. <laughs> it is. I started young. But um, my, my goal is to help people either get into a house with the least amount of trouble, part of which is getting them to a good mortgage lender like you, Joe. Oh, I love I love you for that. Or helping people sell a home, again, with the least amount of trouble. There are pitfalls on both sides, and 
I want to get you through them. And you do that very well. And I know there's a lot of realtors and lenders out there who can raise their hand and say that they do too. So uh, kudos to those real estate professionals and lenders out there who also are dedicated to making that process really smooth and memorable in a good way. But uh, I'm Joe Garner. My specialty is getting my clients bragging rights on the home financing package that's going to work best for them. And I've been in the lending business for over 25 years and enjoy being on the home buying journey with my clients as their lender. In the early days, I had my real estate license, but I found my time was mostly spent helping people put their financing together. So it was just kind of a natural transition to where I've spent my life in mortgage lending. So if you're a realtor, a lender, a title officer, anyone in the real estate industry, or if you're a home buyer or a homeowner, what is your story? What challenges did you face? How did you overcome them? Our phone lines are open while we're live today, and that is, uh, today is August 19th, 2017. We want to hear from you by calling 901-535-9732. Or shoot me a text, 901-482-0354. And I know, Pat, you and Tom, you, you're full of stories, and uh, I know uh, that you kind of help, with, like me, keep up with the mortgage market. And uh, so I'll just go into the mortgage market then. The real estate uh, market right now, and I think Tom and Pat would agree, and probably some of you out there, it is red hot over most of the country. Increasing demand from people wanting to purchase homes, it's, uh, they're meeting resistance because of the short supply of homes available to purchase. And that's pretty much what you're seeing, Pat? Yes, the low uh, fixed-rate mortgages make real estate make the real estate market a really good deal for home sellers and home buyers because the sellers get to sell their home quickly for the market price or higher in some cases. Buyers get to lock in these low interest rates, allowing them to enjoy a really low mortgage payment for the whole time that they're in the house. And usually that mortgage payment is lower than what they pay in rent for the same comparable house. The rent versus buy decision can present some obstacles, though. Uh, I had a college graduate and millennial just uh, a while back. She was trying to make a decision on what direction she was going to go in her life. And she said, Joe, I just don't want to make the wrong decision. I want to make the right one. Uh, I worked on the case recently where this client was getting out of grad school. She was pondering if she should buy a home or if she should rent. Here was the conversation. Joe, can you run some numbers for me? I'm trying to decide whether to buy a house or rent. My my career might take me out of a, out of state. I may have to transfer, so I don't want to be stuck here in Memphis, but I'm tired of throwing my rent money out the window. I'd rather make monthly payments and to be going toward my own house. What should I do? I, I want to make the right decision. <clears throat> well, she had a good realtor who did some market research for her and for the neighborhood where she wanted to buy. And, you know, it was an area where the values were gradually going up. Her mortgage payment with taxes and insurance and everything was like nine fifty a month or something like that. Uh, rents for houses around there were like 1300 a month. So she'd be scoring from day one buying the house because her house payment was about $350 less than the going rent. It appeared that she was going to enjoy a nice little tax write-off, too, by owning instead of renting. And she had to move, if she had to move, like in a year or so, she could either sell at a small profit, since the values were, you know, going up in the area. The mortgage I got for her had an assumability clause, which meant that if the mortgage rates were higher when it came time for her to sell, 
she could sell it outright and just maybe have Pat Goldstein or a realtor list her house and sell it just like that. Or with the lender's permission, she could just uh, that somebody could pay her money for her equity and just take over her house note. So that gave her multiple exit strategies on it. Rents were going up in the area too. So if worse came to worse, she could rent it. So are you trying to make a real estate decision and you want to make the right decision? Call me after the show at 901-482-0354 or give me an email, jo at jogarner.com. Let's make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's Let's do do it it today. today. (laughs) Let's do it today. All right. But you guys have got some stories, I know. Y'all are sitting over there. I know you're just full of stories. (laughs) That's right. Well, Joe, I was in a house just yesterday, and luckily the, the agent met me at the house, which is a very good thing. And it had a window bar on it. Uh-huh. And uh, I said, you've got to take that window bar off, and I, I really don't want to charge you for a reinspection fee. I said, I'll tell you what, I'm going to come back to this area and take pictures of my comparable sales after I work up the appraisal. I said, take that window bar off, and then I'll drive by there and, uh, you know, check it out and see. We'll send the report in clean that that eliminated the delay uh-huh. and saved her a little money too you're so, a good uh, man tom <laughs> uh, hey that's the advantage of of meeting your appraiser at the house and being nice to him too right yeah and she was early too and so was i that was really good <laughs> you what always pays to be nice to your appraiser right oh, hey, we're not that mean <laughs> <laughs> well you're listening to real estate mortgage shop i'm your host joe garner mortgage loan officer connect with me at jogarner.com you can subscribe to our weekly info and resources by emailing jo at jogarner.com in the studio we have pat goldstein realtor with cry like 901-606-2000 and Tom King, appraiser with Bill King Company, 901-487-6989. Call us while we're live at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. 600 WREC Sports. Hello, I'm Chad Irwin, loan production manager at Evolve Bank & Trust in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. I would love to connect with you. We're talking about how to avoid pitfalls when buying a home, and we've got the experts right here in the studio. We'd love to have you in there, too. And you can call us while we're live today at... 901-535-9732. 901-535-9732. We've got Pat Goldstein with uh, Cry Like. She's a realtor. She's been in the business for a long time. We've got Tom King, who is an expert real estate appraiser. And now in our studio, we have Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now from right here in Memphis, Tennessee. And it's time to talk shop with Talk Shop's business tip for real estate professionals. Talk Shop is a marketing company offering free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop is made possible by the financial support of its sponsors and its advertisers. And for more about Talk Shop, you can go to talkshoppe.com, talkshop.com. For our Talk Shop business tip for real estate pros today, we have Talk Shop advertiser Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now right here on American Way in Memphis, Tennessee. 
Mary Jane has been educating us at TalkShop about a variety of ways to effectively use signage to direct people to your business or your event. Mary Jane, what is our TalkShop business tip for real estate pros today? Hi, my tip is look at your sign. Since I'm in the sign business, I notice signs. When I drive through the city, I often see real estate signs that are faded, scratched, dented with a frame that has seen better days. It may be (laughs) rusted or have peeling paint. It does not make a first good impression. (laughs) You encourage your sellers to make the outside and inside of the home pristine and attractive. Why throw just any old ugly sign in the yard? I know that the design of your sign is usually required by your company, but it should be in good condition. If your company will allow it, you can also have a custom-made sign made. You can use these for open houses or special events. Uh, You can get together with your sign company and their graphic designers to have a more upscale sign done. It can have decorative accents, such as a curved shape, post with finials, or moldings. It can still have your logo and the pertinent information on it, but it will make your sellers think this house must be special. Remember, your sign is important, and it is the first thing your buyer will see. That is a great tip, Mary Jane. I mean, and she's got some more. She's got another tip coming up later in the show, so you need to stay tuned for uh, Mary Jane Leslie Signs Now. And, That's uh, right, Joe. And one of the things I saw in the house the other day was the sign was laying on the ground. So, <laughs> you know, it's got to stand up, too. Kind of hard to see from the ground. Hey, Mary Jane, what got you into the sign business and, and what keeps you there? Well, I had done a variety of things before that. I actually used to be a high school biology and chemistry teacher. Oh, But I had gotten to the point in my life I wanted to make a career, complete career change. And my husband and I uh, researched different businesses, and we saw uh, an article about a brand new technology making signage, computer-generated vinyl signage. Wow. Um, We bought a franchise back in 1989, and we've been doing it ever since. And you love it. You love it. I can tell. I do. I do. It's it's very exciting. It's uh, a challenge every day, an adventure, and I never wake up any morning knowing what's ahead for me. So, <laughs> well, How do we contact you, Mary Jane? Um, you can contact us at uh, 901-368-0784. That's our location. And the manager at my location is Adrian Shane. He is the one who runs the day-to-day operations of the business, and he is fantastic. He can take care of any of your needs. Yeah, he calls you right back, too. <laughs> that's that right. helps. And that's a great thing. And um, I've got a question for uh, uh, Pat. Uh, what's the the challenges that you face as a uh, a realtor? Is it is the deal, is it over after you get a contract on the house? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> That's when it's just getting started. Finding the house is one thing. Getting it negotiated, getting it under contract, that's the next most difficult thing. But then you've got to get to closing, and there's so many things that can go wrong between contract and closing. That's right. That's right. Well, that's a good answer. What's some more um, obstacles that you've seen that you've overcome, Pat? Well, there's the financing, because people don't always listen to you, Joe. (laughs) They really should be bringing you everything you need in a timely manner. They should uh, get the inspection done quickly, because you never know what the inspection is going to show or how long it's going to take for the seller to get those repairs done. you got to negotiate those inspections and the repairs, and they don't always come easy. No. (laughs) There's the termite inspection. There's all kinds of things that go on in between. And then 
getting to the closing, getting the seller to get all the repairs done and get the appraisal done and those repairs completed if there are any. There's just so much involved between contract and closing. Well, I know you have talked before about inspections and uh, that it's a good idea maybe for the sellers to go ahead and get an inspection so they already know what some of the issues could be and they can already have those negotiated on the front end. It is, and we've talked about this before, Joe. If a seller has an inspection done on the front end, that doesn't mean that another inspector for the buyer's not going to find something else, right. but at least they can get the majority of things done so that when they start showing the house, they can show the inspection and say, hey, we've had this inspection. We've already taken care of all of these issues. Here are the receipts showing the issues are done. And that gives a buyer a lot more confidence right. to make a higher offer. Well, that's that's true. And it, it, yeah. And if you're a seller, that works in your, your, uh, your advantage. Also, if you're a buyer, it gives you a lot of peace of mind as far as going as far as going in but because um, you want to be ready set go not ready set wait <laughs> that's what we ha- see <laughs> exactly. a lot happens because people get the contract signed we're ready set go and then we get a call that says oh but we got an inspection there's issues on there and we need to uh, fall back and see d- n- renegotiate the contract to see who's going to pay for what so that that's one way to eliminate that delay and that headache but real quick um, we got tom in the house so tom can you talk about some of the repairs that you guys as appraisers need to mention on the appraisal that you find lenders tend to require to be done before closing? Well, one of the things that the house was built before 1978, there's a lead-based paint issue. So if your painter paints the house and scrapes all those uh, paint chips onto the ground, he's got to pick them up. And we've got to check on that. And that's been a, a repair that... I've had to call, go out to the house a couple of times. On I, I was at one, and there was, if it was a few paint chips, I'd pick them up. But this would fill up a garbage bag, and wow. and uh, I said, you've got to pick up your paint chips, and it delayed the closing. So that's one of those obstacles that uh, that that you can uh, avoid. Right, and there's others. What are some others? Because I don't I don't know if everybody out there realizes, but <clears throat> it can cost over a hundred, sometimes a hundred and seventy five dollars. For an appraiser to go out and do a final inspection and if you can avoid having that extra expense and the time it takes to do it then you have really done yourself a favor so what you did for that you shared earlier in the show what you did for the the guy by uh, going ahead and offering to stop by and check something since you were already in the area without charging him a fee that was a real favor but well, what are some other uh, types of repairs and things that you mentioned on an appraisal that uh, the lenders want to see done before a closing that typically sometimes people just don't understand what it means to complete that repair? Well, on a vacant house, we definitely want all the utilities on. And when I say all, that means all. And A-double-L all. All, <laughs> all means all, and that's all all means. <laughs> so... Uh, and what what I'm alluding to is uh, the hot water heater. That ought to be on. It doesn't have to be on as hot as it can go. But I'll put in there that all the, util- the utilities were on and working. So uh, I turn on the water, and you know, if someone calls, I don't want to. I don't want to have to buy a hot water heater because I said all the utilities were working and the hot water heater not come on. So a, a big tip is to have that hot water working have all your systems on and working so mm-hmm. we can uh, check those things out. Even on a conventional appraisal, I put that in there. So, you know, 
it's it's a simple thing to do and sometimes it's just a matter of plugging the water heater into the the plug into the uh outlet so mm-hmm. um and i've done that before too to try to avoid <laughs> a, a reinspection fee so uh, that's that's one of the the tips you can do also repair that uh, rotted wood uh, mm-hmm. paint if it needs a little paint 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 on the outside the inside paint is not that big a deal but the outside is so uh right. look at your house all sides even the sides you don't ever go to except when you're cutting the grass and you don't look at it hey tom what are what is the most common cause of properties not appraising for the sale price uh really it's uh gosh that's a good question i would say just there are no sales in there um sometimes in an area that's undergone renovation uh there are not that many sales of renovated homes uh that could be one of them and uh and this market is is on the upswing too so uh you know it's hard we try to find the the most up-to-date sales and sometimes i've had to call a agent and say i know you just sold this house i need to confirm it because it's not on the records yet well when we come back from break i want to make sure that tom you talk about how to appeal a low appraisal value because that's happened too and You know exactly how to do that, and that can help our listeners. But you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can find me hanging around Devolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis area. But I not only work in Memphis, I love working in Memphis. I work all over the country, so whatever state you're in. We're talking with Pat Goldstein, who's a realtor with Crylight. We're talking with Tom King, an appraiser with Bill King Company, and Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now has joined us, and we would love for you to join us by calling 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. The Mid-South's only home for news, weather, and traffic. News Talk 600 WREC, WEGRHD2 Memphis, and iHeart Radio Station. Hi, I'm Katie Gilliland at BackupRx at BackupRx.com in Hernando, Mississippi. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Now, back to your host, Joe Garner. And you're my realtor, and I know it, or something like that, Pat. (laughs) I know there's a lot of realtors out there who can sing that song, I'm your realtor, and you know it. I'm Joe Garner. I'm your mortgage officer, and you know it. Here on you Real betcha. <laughs> Here on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, I'm your host, Joe Garner, and I would love for you to connect with me at jogarner.com. I'd love for you to subscribe to um, Real Estate Mortgage Shop by emailing us jo at jogarner.com. I can send you weekly podcasts, blog posts, resources. Love to stay in touch with you. In the studio, we've got Pat Goldstein, who's a realtor with Cry Like. Right here in Memphis and North Mississippi, we've got Tom King, who is an expert appraiser with Bill King Company. We've got Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now in here with us. But we want you to be on with us while we're live today by calling 901-535-9732. And I think we have a caller, don't we? We have Brandon. He's a home inspector. He's been on the show before on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Brandon, glad you could call. Uh, What's going on? Hi, Joe. How are you? I'm doing great. <laughs> what can we do for you? Well, I hope you've got some bi- a bit of good wisdom for us, Brandon. <laughs> 
Well, I've been listening to the show, and uh, I, I just wanted to call in and say, uh, you know, I've had the privilege of working with Pat Goldstein um, a few times, and, and it's always a pleasure working with her. She does such a great job at, uh, you know, preparing her clients for the inspection. Um, and let's face it, when, when we do home inspections, um, no house is perfect. Um, and she does a great job at explaining, you know, the issues that, that I come up with or the defects that I find during my inspection. She does a great job of helping me explain those problems to the clients and then on the back end helping, uh, you know, to get those problems fixed. So I just wanted to uh, publicly say that I really appreciate working with realtors like that. Well, Brandon, you're a real estate professional yourself as a home inspector. How do we contact you? You can contact me at 901-562-0988 or my website at Memphis-HomeTeam.com. All right. Well, Brandon, thank you. And we want to also invite our other real estate pros out there. If you've got some ideas or things that you can share with our listeners on how to avoid pitfalls when buying a home, you are welcome to call us today while we're live at 901-535-9732. And uh, we've had a caller that called in and he had a question for you, Tom. Um uh, here's the question. Is there a rule against window bars? Well, that's a good question, and FHA definitely says that you should not have permanently installed window bars. And what I mean by that is a window bar without a lock on it uh, that anyone can, cannot get out of. And most conventional lenders do not like that. The problem with the window bar, if there's a fire in the house, you want to escape through the window, that cannot be done. And in FHA says at least one, there should be at least one window in each bedroom that you can escape from. So, yeah, there is a rule uh, against them. Now, I'll be honest with you, I've required them to, to be taken down. And by the time I get in the car, they're putting them right back right. up. But, but, you know, it has to be off. I've got to take a picture of that house without the window bar on it. So, uh, yes. Well, while I've got you at the mic, one of the common issues that I find buyers and realtors alike have, uh, one of the pitfalls that we try to avoid, is getting a low appraisal value on a house, especially if it's going to be a deal killer on a purchase or a refinance, but especially a purchase um, what are some ways that we can avoid or, or how can we appeal? Let's say we had a low appraisal value, Tom. How can we properly appeal it? Well, that's a great question. One of the things you can do is stay within a 15 to 20 percent range of the square footage. In other words, if a house has 1,500 square feet, look for houses with 12 to 1,800 square feet. Also, look for uh, you can look at price per square foot. If your house is selling for uh, $120 a square foot and everything else is selling for $105 a square foot, that may tell you that you've overpriced your house. Mm -hmm. And if that house, if you find a sale, say your house has got a single car carport and you find a sale that is selling for that same price per square foot, don't let that be the only determining factor. That other house may have a two-car garage and a pool in there that that, uh, gets on up there. But, Joe, I've got a question for you real quick. Uh Uh, uh, What are some of the things that you can do for your mortgage companies to get the right documents in your hands? Well, you know, Tom, that's a great question. And one of the common reminders that my assistant, Susan Ballou, and I are always reminding our clients about is um, about getting the right documents to the mortgage company and quickly. Because as Susan was telling, I heard her talking to one of the clients the other day, and she said, well, I know... um, 
I, I know that you want to wait on this bank statement until you get the statement in the mail, but that's two weeks from now. And the reason we like to get it early is because when you send us something, sometimes one document opens up a can of worms. And I like open up a can of worms. Sometimes it does. The most common reminder needed for mortgage borrowers we see is the one that reminds them of any large deposits appearing on their bank statements that are not clearly payroll deposits must have some kind of documentation to show the source of that deposit. Now, if possible, my assistant, Susan Ballou, and I get our clients' permission to get documents from their bankers, their CPAs, their employers, so that our clients don't have to do all the running around. We try to save them time and and trouble. The less time the borrower has to spend chasing documents, basically the happier they are with the home buying process. Here's another one. To avoid any delays when it comes to getting assets verified before closing, make sure at the very beginning of your mortgage process, the mortgage company has all pages of your last two months bank statements, especially the one that shows where your earnest money is coming out. That's real important. That'll save you a lot of time if you can get that verified up on the front end. If you're purchasing a home or refinancing one that will be your primary residence, and if you're legally married, your spouse, in most states, your spouse is going to need to sign some of the loan documents at the closing table, even if they're not on the loan or the title to the property. Uh, sometimes I had one the other day. <clears throat> he, I did tell him <laughs> in the front end as a primary residence, your spouse is going to have to sign some documents, but he forgot. He was busy. His spouse was out of the country. She was on a business trip. So what we ended up doing, we're like, okay, don't panic. No worries. <laughs> we overnighted, or we actually we faxed to them a uh, specific power of attorney and had them go to the U.S. consulate in the country where they were and have it notarized, <laughs> which they did, and they were able to overnight us back the uh, original documents. They went ahead and faxed us one that we could use until, you know, because we knew we'd be getting the original. But we were able to save the day for that couple. But that's something you don't want to have to figure out at the last minute. Um, another important tip I give borrowers is to get the required documentation to their mortgage company within 24 to 48 hours when the mortgage company asks for it. Because like Susan said, if you bring one document in, sometimes it'll open up a can of worms and we have to get another one. So the faster we get them in, the faster we can get those resolved. But uh, here's some other common problems that you see in the general loan process that can cause delays. I think a lot of realtors would agree that uh, out there that one of the most common causes of real estate closings uh, being delayed is because when the home inspection is done, and we talked about this briefly, Pat, Uh, The borrower and seller suddenly, remember I said ready, set, go, but then it's ready, set, go, oh, wait. Yes. Because the inspection comes in and now we've got to renegotiate the entire thing. I think you had some input on that, Pat. That happens so often. Unfortunately, a lot of people buying homes expect the home they're buying to be perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. Even a new house is not perfect. It should have everything perfectly working. Mm -hmm. In a home that's been occupied, you're going to come across little things. And a lot of times, sellers don't even realize it. You live with something long enough, and you walk past it every day, and you don't even notice it anymore. It's just part Mm -hmm. of the landscape. So for sellers, it's a good idea to have somebody other than you go through the house and look at everything and notice the things mm-hmm. that you may not be noticing. Right. For buyers, just realize that every little imperfection doesn't mean it should be a deal killer. Right. Because houses aren't perfect. 
But houses the, aren't perfect. The big things should be fixed, and that's where you negotiate. And you know, having that in, having the seller do an inspection before they list it could be very helpful. So they'd have a lot of those major items already taken care of. Takes off a lot of stress too. Yes, anything to eliminate stress. Here's something else I wanted to mention. If you have not closed on a mortgage since October 3rd, 2015, <laughs> uh, we're not in Kansas anymore. <laughs> There's been a lot of changes, and I don't want you to be in for surprise. But due to the Dodd-Frank Act, there are mandatory delays that are set into place throughout the loan process to make sure that the buyer knows before they owe. That's the thing. They want buyers to have a chance to review everything get counsel on it if they want to before they actually are required to act. uh, So it gives people time to review it. But the biggest surprise for borrowers that haven't closed since then is that once they get their loan approved and they get their final uh, numbers or they get the closing disclosure, we call it, used to be the HUD-1, and now they have to wait three days before they can close. So get your walkthroughs done. Um, Get your walkthroughs done early. Don't wait for the day before closing because if there are any issues you're going to want to be able, and there may be a, something that has to be put on that uh, that closing disclosure and changed, and if it's over a certain amount of a certain item or something, it may cause you to have to delay again. So get all that stuff done early, uh, earlier than we were in the past. One more, um, due to the rising number of hackers redirecting wired closing funds, please <laughs> do not have any funds wired before you verify the wiring information with your loan officer and with the attorney's office. There may be some additional steps that you have to take to ensure that, you know, your your money is going to the right place. We're getting ready to go to break, but I will say that I heard a heartbreaking story. It was a, a family who had saved their whole lives, working lives. It was about over $100,000. They were getting, it wasn't our company and it wasn't anybody in this room, but uh, they they got an email that said, wire your funds for your closing funds to this address. So they did it. They wired it to that address they'd gotten on the email. Well, they got to the closing later that day, and they said, well, you did get our funds, right? And the attorney's like, no, we didn't get anything from you. We were hoping you brought a cashier's check. Well, come to find out they had wired it to a hacker, and there was nothing they could do. They reported it, but the money's gone. So we don't want that to happen to anybody and certainly not to our listeners. So that is one of my other tips. We're getting ready to go to break. We're going to come back with some really great stuff from Mary La- Mary Jane Leslie and from Pat and Tom, and we want to hear from you. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Donna Smith-Bellinger from GroupEndeavors.com in Chicago, Illinois, and you are listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner. Well, we're moving on. And you're back on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. We've got in the studio Pat Goldstein, who's a realtor with Cry Like. We've got our expert appraiser, Tom King, with Bill King Company. And we've got Mary Jane Leslie with um, Signs Now. And uh, we would like for you to be in the studio with us by calling today. 901-535-9732. All right. Well, it's about that time. 
for our real estate tip of the week. And today we've got talk shop advertiser and supporter Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now right here in Memphis, Tennessee. She is a um, she is an awesome supporter of talk shop. She loves the business community and makes those free events, education and networking available to business people. So thank you, Mary Jane Leslie, for your support of talk shop. And what is our second talk shop business tip for real estate pros today? Hello again. You have all heard the expression that a picture is worth a thousand words. It is so true. Anytime you can add a picture or graphics to a sign, it will be noticed and remembered. While you may not be able to add pictures to your main for sale sign, you can usually add graphics or pictures to accessory signs that... uh, Describe the features of the house or wayfinding signs that will direct buyers to the house. You can add a wow factor to these signs by special design. Another important use of graphics is like uh, a commercial signs where a builder will have a for sale uh, or opening soon sign or for future home of. If you can put a graphic on here, a rendering of what the building will look like, a drive-by will notice this first every time. Uh, I strongly recommend that, and um, it's it's a great way to advertise. Another way uh, that you can use signage is to put your own personal si- face, your smiling features on a, on a signs <laughs> in many ways. Um, you can do magnetics where you can have actually have a replica of a business card. You can put these on your car. On your car, you can use them when you want to advertise. You can take them off when you don't. All right, there you go, realtors. That's, that's some great <laughs> tips from the expert Mary Jane Leslie with Signs Now right here. How do we contact you, Mary Jane? Um, you can uh, reach us at our lo- main location. It is nine zero one three six eight zero seven eight four. Talk to Adrian Shane. He is the manager, and he is the day-to-day he rocks. Uh, person that runs the business. He's he's He rocks, yes. Well, I've got a real quick tip on the mortgage side. Before you go to the mortgage company, get, a, get in your mind an idea of what is comfortable, what is a comfortable house payment for you personally. It may not be as much as you're qualified for with the mortgage company, and you need to be comfortable personally with that payment and move-in cost. Pat, you, I think you had a, a tip also. Yes, it's really important for you to make sure that you provide your lender with everything she asked for within 24 to 48 hours. There are several delays that are government mandated, and we have to get everything done within that time frame. Great tip. Got some talk shop announcements. Talk shop offers free education and networking to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk shop meets every Wednesday, nine o'clock at Nova Copy Conference Center over on Appling Farms Parkway here in Memphis this Wednesday, August the 23rd, 2017. John Keller, financial advisor with Edward Jones presents Financial Market Update 2017. Are you looking for a way for your business to reach a larger segment of your target market at below market cost? Connect and join TalkShop's advertising team. You can go to TalkShop.com, S-H-O-P-P-E. Thank you to Chad Irwin, Mortgage Manager at Evolve Bank and Trust in Memphis for sponsoring this episode of Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Who do you know who wants to enjoy a successful mortgage career here in Memphis or anywhere in the country? Call Chad, 901 4820354 is my number. You can reach me and Chad there. Thank you, Rita Hallam, Vice President, Cry Like Realtors in Memphis, for your knowledge and input on our topic today. Uh, We appreciate your input on that. 
And uh, for those, I think, Tom, you had something to say about the the solar eclipse is Monday, August 21st. And we want to be sure that everyone wears the proper eyewear to look at it or just watch it on TV. Might, might be another thing. The last one was in 1918, and the next one that's coming up from Texas to through New England, it may hit the Memphis area, is 2024. All right. Well, it won't hit Memphis, but hey, uh, it's going to go coast to coast. Not really coast to coast. It's going to come up from Texas to New England. So y'all have fun out there. Just have a party out there with that solar eclipse. I'm ready to party. Uh, You were always ready to party, Pat. (laughs) For this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, go to jogarner.com. Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's do do it it today. today. Got a quote from the quote corner. This is about your home. Here it is. I think it's from Roseanne Barr. I'm not sure. It says, excuse the mess, but we actually live here. So I love that one. But uh, you've been listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. Connect with me at jogarner.com. Pat, how do we contact you? 901-606-2000. Tom? That's right. My number is 901-487-6989. Hey, we've loved hanging out with you. And uh, any other uh, parting remarks that you guys would like to make as far as our topic how to avoid pitfalls when buying a house. Well, Joe, just uh, look at your house, make sure everything's in good shape, and uh, just just get a good eye on it because I'd be I'm shocked at how many people do not really look at it. I was at a house the other day that had uh, some shingles missing from the roof, and I, I bet the homeowner didn't even no, know it. It may not, not be le- leaking at the time, but people don't really look at their house very well. So. Read your contract. The inspection clause takes up almost two pages and tells you what you can expect to have repaired and what doesn't count. Yes, read the contract. Also, um, let's see, (laughs) there are so many things. I've got a tip sheet uh, of how to have a smooth loan process. Contact me. I'll email it to you, send it to you. And we've enjoyed hanging out with you this Saturday on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I hope that you will join us again next Saturday, and we'll see you guys back next week. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.